Hello, Hoopball World, and welcome to a very special episode of Jared and Jared's Supermax Show, uh, primarily a salary cap fantasy basketball podcast, but today we are joined by my former colleague, peer, and uh, a fellow writer of a website that is no longer uh, active called Geek Binge. Uh, I met this man in real life many years ago, and uh, we have been arguing about basketball on Twitter ever since, and uh, it is my honor and privilege to introduce him back into the podcasting world to discuss his team, the Philadelphia 76ers, Philly, lifelong native and Sixer fan, Justin Powell. I have brought you on the show, sir, because we have many things to discuss, but I wanted to just get your, how are you doing? Let's get the intros out of the way. What's what's going on in your world? Doing good. I'm doing good. I mean, uh, this Sixers team is a, is a roller coaster <laughs> every day. So, like, I I really, like, as I think about it, I try to not, like, really super pay attention to the NBA to like, after Christmas, because that's when it really gets interesting. But there's been so much going on that, like, it's an every night thing that you have to keep up with. Imagine hosting a podcast about it. Um yeah, a lot of teams are going in directions we didn't think they would, and a lot of a lot of players are going in directions we didn't think they would. So the whole season seems to be a bit of a roller coaster, but we're going to specifically zoom in on the Sixers, not because of the interesting storylines and not because of the fantasy implications, which we might occasionally touch on. But you and I have been having an argument, I feel like a fun argument, for so many months about Ben Simmons, we just have to get this out of the way first. Uh, anyone in fantasy who took this man is silly, thinking he would come back anytime soon. And anyone who thinks he's going to produce at the level he did at his peak is also silly. I'm using those words very carefully because I have much nastier things to say. But he's owned in like 77% of like fantasy leagues the last time I checked, which is pretty nutso oh wow it's like 78 is ben simmons droppable in fantasy just let's just get this off first i i really don't understand this situation so like here's the thing you probably can because i don't i don't know when this gets resolved i really don't like as i've spoken to you like offline initially thought you know, that December 16th headline where, you know, more people come tradable, like that's the day he'll get moved. But then you and I looked at that list of people and it's like, there's no one there. So, like, I don't know how this gets resolved. Like, uh, you know, the report came out from The Athletic that there's like a list of 30 people that Maury would take for him. But like, is that just like the, the, the 29 other dudes who were all-stars? besides Ben Simmons last year like I, I don't I don't know I don't know how this gets resolved because like Maury's locked in Simmons is locked in this is a mess I would say from a fantasy standpoint yeah because he's not gonna much like so the opposite argument of here is your argument is that they should just trade Simmons forever because he he's a menace according to you and I'm saying he's just He's not. He's a non-factor, so he's just an asset. But in the case of a fantasy situation where you need everyone, you probably need the, you need, you need the spot he's taking up because this is not going to get resolved like anytime soon. 
And I don't even mean in like salary cap leagues where you're spending $33 million. I'm talking about all fantasy. Like I really don't even think he's worth rostering because not only do you not know when he's coming back, do you expect him to play? Didn't he make the all-star team earlier this year? He's made, I think, the last three. Okay, yes. I have a list up. He did. You, do you, like, we've had this, this, this conversation of, like, I don't think he ever makes another all-star team ever again. Just period. Just straight up. And you do. But I don't think he'll ever play up to that, like, all-star, like, top 30 kind of. I just, I don't know what team he's playing for. I don't know what the fit is. I don't know what his motivation or drive is. I don't know if he's going to want to improve after all of this nonsense. I, I'm so far removed from like, is he an asset? Like, what kind of a player is he? Who are we going to trade him for? I'm just dumbfounded by like using mental health as a possible way to like get paid and not show up. And it's just, it is just so vile and toxic and weird on both sides. And I just, I, I so don't know. What's going I would on. say that he probably does have bad health because the city that he was in and he spent so many years in has turned on him. Now, did he play a part in that? Yes. Yes. See, the problem with Simmons, and I've been thinking about this lately because a certain person has been in the news, is Simmons thinks he's a Jordan. Simmons is, is, is a Pippen. And so he needs to be, he doesn't need to be the main guy on the team because he can't. He has too many limitations and he refuses to get better. So he can be your number two guy. But on a team like the Sixers, where Embiid does all the stuff that he does, but better. Then he then kind of is, is kind of redundant. I mean, Embiid can't guard one through five, but you know everything that Simmons offers, like defensively, like Embiid can basically like raise up like a mid level player up to. So like he's redundant, and ultimately he played this wrong because I can't imagine it was Rich Paul's idea that he just not play because that's that's nonsense. Like from I agree. A con- from a con- from a contractual standpoint, like the, them being surprised that they weren't going to get paid just looks really really bad. Do, do you think Rich Paul is just so like in Adele, like in the headspace of like what's going no. on with my no? Uh, I think Rich Paul has to worry about the, the Nerlens Noel situation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nerlens Noel situation. He's being sued by Nerlens Noel. You didn't know this. You didn't read the story. I, I think I did. And I just forgot about it. Yeah, no, like I'm thinking like it, Knicks. Like we barely won against the Rockets tonight. I'm like Nerlens Noel. <laughs> Nerlens Noel like was supposed to get a contract, and like apparently, oh, that's right. He's that's alleging right. that the Sixers were going to offer him like to bring him back. Yeah, and he he didn't say anything. So no, like Rich Paul has to worry about clutch, and he can enjoy his time with the Dell. But at the same time, this is his job, and I can't imagine he would give Simmons such bad advice. Yeah, I was so sure he was never going to show up, and he did, and I might owe you money, but <sighs> I'm looking at the list of, of players who made the All-Star game earlier this year, which seems like 10 years ago. Let me just throw out some names to you. Who would you... I can't even say who would you rather have on your team, because Mike Conley's on here, and Mike Conley is... He's old. The He's most older. fascinating name that kind of keeps about is I don't understand why Chicago hasn't yeah. signed Levine to the max. And so I like 
that team could use Simmons. I mean, that team is rolling right now. I'm looking, I'm like, Vucevic, he's probably not going to make another all-star game, but like Philly doesn't need Vucevic. Vucevic was here at one point. I think they drafted Vucevic. I think they did. Well, he got traded to Orlando yeah. at some point. I'm pretty sure because yeah, Vucevic was at a USC. I think the Sixers drafted him. That's so interesting. Like I'm looking at these names and like, I think Indiana was one of those teams that like everyone like kept like imagining was like a Malcolm Brogdon plus someone, but like that is no longer the case because I think Brogdon signed the extension and Sabonis isn't going anywhere, um, and they seem content to have Turner be there with Warren and, and Karis Levert. Well, one thing you need to understand is that the Simmons trade is just the first move. Whoever you get for Simmons, I think they move Harris because he is good, but he's not Max good. No, he's not. He's not Max good, but he's Long Island's own Tobias Harris. He's getting paid 30. So like there's teams that could probably use him and you could probably get some decent parts. If you you have have, uh, Embiid at one end and then that looks like the argument you and I've had, I think Maxie's the guy. So you you beat at the five and you Maxie in one, you just got to build that inside. You know, previously I've talked about how good I think Thibault is, but Thibault I don't think is a starter. He He's a top 10 defender in this league, but I don't think he's a starter. And so you need to you need to fill out the two, three, four. Isn't Ben Simmons just a slightly better passing version of Matisse Thibault? No, Tony Allen. No, no, Simmons. Thibault's not a shot creator like that. Yeah, I guess you're right. I just like I kept downplaying how good Ben Simmons was. You don't like you don't like Ben Simmons. No, I don't we like. Talk, him. We don't. Talk, we talked about this, and so you you downplayed them. But like Simmons, even though he's not a threat to like pull up and three, he alters your defense because he can drive, and if he if he's going, there's like three people in the, in the league who stop him, and one of them is Embiid. He is well, such a force when driving that 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 completely rethink. Like Simmons, despite what you're saying, does have an offensive value, even though he refuses to shoot. Which ultimately something that I I don't. That, know that's a whole other conversation. But for me, you're you're contractually obligated, and you're getting paid a ton of money. And it, it was in the playoffs, in the thick of the playoffs, and everything that was going on with the Sixers was a lot of expectations, a number one seed, and Embiid was hurt. And it was like, all right, Simmons, step up to the plate. And he was like, oh, but what if I dunk and get fouled? Then I have to go to the free throw line. And it was like, all right, that's it. It's over. Okay. Like, mentally, you're not there. And you're, that clip got shared a thousand times. You're you're, you're making fun of him. but that Damn, was because that was that the last would, thing we saw. But that would probably point to some mental health issues if he is so scared. Like, if he has anxiety because of parts of this job, that's a mental health issue. So, like, we can we can say that, like, he's playing fast and loose with kind of using this mental health exemption to not practice. But someone who refuses to shoot because they're afraid, that, that, that's a psychological issue. It's like a real one. So is that maddening to me as a fan? But, like, yes, but I understand the idea that, like, he has an anxiety about this. But I, I've always said I don't think Ben Simmons likes basketball. I just think he's good at it. Yeah, there's there's probably a lot of players who are really good at basketball who don't like it, but they get paid so much money that like 
they do it. I'm sure there's a lot of sports where that happens, but yeah, yeah I'm God. I keep looking at this at this list, and I'm just like, you're not getting Booker. You're not getting Mitchell. You don't need Randall. Booker you're not getting Jalen can... Brown. So I don't think you can trade Booker. Because, no. but like that's Sarver is is, no, that's is a whole messing thing. messing that whole thing up. Like if Aiton ends up on like the Spurs and like. Oh God! Can you imagine? And they, they're able to like rebuild from there. Oh. That's all Sarver's fault. Like letting like a great center go to a rival. So yeah, so so ultimately, the like a lot of what I'm basing my opinions and judgments off of are all the reports that are coming out about uh, what he's doing and what Rich Paul is doing versus what the team is doing. And a lot of the reports about what Daryl Morey, who I think is the ultimate sort of fulcrum in this uh, tug of war, this balancing act is what he's thinking and what he's planning on doing and what he's willing to do. And apparently there was a list of players. We don't have that full list, but I'm looking at these all-stars and I don't think any of them are realistic. So now you're going to have to go to people who could make all-star teams or did make all-star teams. Um, And I think Jeremy Grant was one of the names that got floated. Where did he start his career? In Philadelphia. The, oh, interesting. He's. It, I, I. I don't believe that report. Because if they're if the, the Sixers called up Detroit and like we want Jeremy Grant, Detroit's Damn. stupid. Detroit's stupid for to say no. So like I don't. I don't know. I mean, there's a couple teams like. I think I, I talk, one team. I, there's a few teams. Remember, I talked to you earlier about this. There's a problem in Boston. There's a big. It's not problem. happening. It's not happening. But oh, it's it may not be happening. But they need they do you, you do realize that they they need to move Jalen Brown right. Him and but Tatum can't play together. They're not going to. It's just like they're too good. I don't know if they're too good together, but just but they're, they're too not good individually. And it just oh seems... yeah, but the problem is they're too good individually. The team is not that good. It is so confounding to me that like they got a new GM, they got a new coach, and I like Al Horford being back. I like Schroeder. Al Horford sucks. What's but... <laughs> up, good fantasy stats? I like all the players on the team individually, Marcus Smart, and and then it just collectively, it's just like doesn't it doesn't it doesn't work. It doesn't. I don't understand. And I know there's a like weird injuries and and whatever, but like. God, this team seemed like it was like the scariest threat to like ruin the East forever. And then like they just passed up all these opportunities to like trade for dudes. And then now it's just like they're stuck with this weird Oklahoma City, like not that they they can't pay all their dudes, but just like breaking up players who will ultimately win MVPs. Like that's what it feels like. Or don't don't get me started on Danny H and and just the, the Mysterio levels of him, you know, portraying himself as a genius. The 40 chess. I've got, I've got, I've got the, I got all the draft picks. We got every guy. As you and I have talked about, like you don't think it's an issue. I think many people have spoken about, like you can listen to podcasts. There is a certain like racial issue to like that Boston has that some other city has. I'm like, I've, as I've said to you, Philadelphia fans need to calm down. Like I understand you like the idea of being that, but these players are coming in. They're seeing these crowds. They're all white. They're yelling. It's it's turning people off. It really is, and like they don't. Nobody nobody's fan base wants to feel bad, but it's a problem. Like they just Boston doesn't. 
Boston, the second best franchise in the, in the league's history, does not attract free agents. That should say that should tell you a lot. Philadelphia, which has the third most, I believe, has the third most finals appearances in the league, does not really attract free agents. And so, th- th- there has to be an explanation of to that. And I think it's kind of the toxicity of these fan bases. Uh, two quick things. Uh, first off, Boston has a problem with race. Their fan base has a racial issue. That's the first time I'm hearing about that. It's funny because I'm from New York and I get to make fun of them. And second of all. I am a white Jewish man and you are a black man. So I don't want people to start immediately like on undoing their tie going, my goodness, what am I hearing? I'm, we're just laying that out there. So no one okay. come with pitchforks and, and torches. It's all right. The, the, the one star reviews and I'll never be back. No, we, we <laughs> don't get one star reviews. Um, no, um, but they got Boston. It just... They tried to do too much, and then like age, literally, age literally just ran off. And it's like, hey, Brad Stevens, you're in charge, and so you have someone who's never run an organization, running an organization. He's got to, he's got to, he's he's got to, he's got to move him. Otherwise, break him up. He does. He does. Tatum is good. Brown is good. They just don't work together. I told you. Like Tatum has grown to that, but Tatum's natural position is like a two guard. It's al- almost like he's too big. Yeah, Kevin Durant's a, a two guard. He's no, he's seven feet tall. You can't no. Well, Te- Kevin Durant can do whatever the hell he wants. Let's let's put that aside. He, he's he's special among the special players, but Jason Tatum is taking like too many Kobe shots. He's taking like him and Julius Randle. They just love taking these weird Kobe shots. Like, don't do that. Don't 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 force them up. There's a lot of players who just force them up, and it feels like, ugh, couldn't you have like passed the ball a little more before like jacking them up? Like I know you can hit them, just like don't. That's not how offenses should be run. But we're straying away from the thing at hand. Let's bring it back to Ben Simmons, and then we'll move on to some other players on the Sixers. Um, other than the Kyrie Irving switch, which is the most improbable thing that will ever happen on planet Earth, but still makes sense for both teams. Somehow. Well, no. Like Kyrie, like uh, what was the position that he would retire? They already said they're not resigning Kyrie, so Kyrie's probably has changed that. I just don't. You're losing a lot, and that's like first of all, do you want to hand the bo- the Brooklyn Nets exactly what they need? Because that's a terrible idea. Because they need they need a defensive anchor, and so you're gonna just drop Simmons on that team? The pe- no, that's a terrible idea. What if? Philly throws in some stuff. Like what? I don't know. I'm I'm trying to brainstorm because really there's only one team that makes logical sense, and that's the Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings need a star, and because their one star right now is not performing up to there's stuff. a couple teams that make sense. Like Minnesota makes sense, but Minnesota doesn't want to give up anything for it. Yeah, that, so that to me that doesn't make sense. Like 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 if I'm on if I'm a Sixer fan, I don't want anything that Minnesota has to offer other than no. Anthony Edwards, and that's not happening. So to me, that's just like that seems like a waste of time. What's the name? It has looked increasingly unhappy. Towns. Now, obviously, you're not going to move Towns, but Towns does not look happy. I agree, but we're talking about a Ben Simmons trade, and the 76ers need certain things, and a center is not one of them because you have Andre Drummond, who's by the way crushing it this season. 
Uh, I feel like Towns could be pretty good at the four. Like, Andre Drummond is making the minimum $1.66 million, and he's putting out like... Drummond's doing good. I, I really like the guy, Bassey, uh, who they got in the late second. and Oh, know, Charles Bassey. Yes. The guy uh, that they got... They got him late, late. I think he was one. I think he might have been their last pick in the draft. And I, I was, I was reading something. Apparently, Nuggets fans were like, "Oh, it beats ducking Jokic, like he doesn't have COVID." My God, I, it's funny. I'm looking at this list on ESPN. Um, there are like 35 names on your roster. Have you heard of some of these names? Mason Jones, Haywood, Highsmith. Dakota Matthias. So, oh, so Rajon Tucker. Those are probably guys from on the Blue Coats, the the G League team. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But they list them as if they're on the like Sixers. Jaden Springer, who was their first round pick, I think is technically on the Sixers roster. Yeah, but he's, he's only been two play. minutes. He's only he's only he's only been he's been in the G League. He's yeah, scoring like 20 points a game in the G League, but he's done in the G League. Okay. Um. Yeah, the Sacramento Kings are the, the the most realistic because you send him to a different conference, you send him to a different coast. I think he wanted to be in California. I think I read that months ago. Um, the yeah, Sacramento Kings have too many guards. They're underperforming. They haven't made the playoffs in forever. And their one star, De'Aaron Fox, is not playing up to snuff in the uh, – I think De'Aaron Fox is better than Tyrese Maxey. And then this season has proven me wrong day in and day out to the point where I'm like, God damn it. Tyrese Maxey is better than De'Aaron Fox. This is insanity, but I got proven wrong. The problem is I think Sacramento would want to try to move De'Aaron Fox in that trade. And so, would you rather? I don't want a guard. So the, Simmons you don't want De'Aaron Fox? No. Simmons won't, won't shoot. Fox can't shoot. I'm not sure about this. Listeners are going to hear me typing because now I have to look up these numbers, but... I mean, I would take Halliburton and I would take Heald. Oh, of course you would. But <laughs> here's the problem is, is it's this interesting mix of like Daryl Morey is willing to wait years to get a star or someone of equal value and not do say, like the spare parts. He's willing to say that he's willing to get. I know. Because ultimately this goes as long as the real GM says, if Embiid says, move him. Even though Embiid's injured or sick, Embiid is and be says move him. I'm upset. He's getting moved. Yes, but I don't think you're getting spare parts necessarily by doing a Sacramento trade. And well, the thing is, and this is one of the things that where Simmons, I don't think could have imagined that the Sixers would actually. The Sixers have one of like the top. I think there's they've had a slump recently. They were in like the top five of offense. So them like just switching out the right parts has made the team much better. You know, Georgie Yang replacing Mike Scott, great improvement. Um, yeah, he's a he's a guy you could pick up. He's super cheap. Um, Korkmaz, yeah. great so far. Paul Reed Cork- had some interesting starts. So there's yeah. players so to pick up. The fact of the matter is they don't – the problem is the team has shown that it can, like, survive without Embiid, without Harris, and without Simmons. They don't need spare parts. That's the problem that Simmons is, is looking at is they're the – they need some like if you're going to trade him, you need to be getting a, like a real value for it. All right, I, I pulled up De'Aaron Fox's numbers, and you you keep saying that he's not good at shooting the basketball. 
Um, I don't know. I look at his numbers and like, I mean, how far back do you want to go with, with, with Darren Fox? Cause I feel like his rookie year is like, that's a rookie year and that doesn't really count. Well, like last year, well, well, I sent you the comparison. The Maxie's rookie year was already better than him, even though Fox played more. But I don't know. There's something about forty-seven percent from the field last year and forty-eight percent the year prior, uh, previously for field goals. Is he uh, one of those guys who's currently? Because I, I haven't, I haven't watched that much Kings here. Is no he? One is he one of the guys who's slumping because they're, they're cracking down on insurance fraud? Is he in the 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 Harden like Trey Young, Damian Lillard like I got ten points a game from free throws, so now now I'm not getting those right now. Is, is he one of those right now? I I'm not sure because the people who own Hoop Ball or I guess now Sports Ethos, I think they changed their name. Um, they're huge uh, Kings fans. They like covered the Kings like professionally. So uh, Aaron Frisky, uh is a uh, is the main guy. De'Aaron Fox right now is averaging twenty points. Three turnovers, half a block. Good for him. Uh, 1.4 steals, six assists per game. Um, but let me go back to his uh, well, just real quick. Well, first, I of all, oh. first of all, what is happening to Ty- Tyrese Maxey if you acquire Ben Simmons? I mean, uh, De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, figure it out. But it's, I don't know. It, it, it's you a figure cost. It out. Well, first of all, it's a cost value thing. Maxi is on a rookie contract, and isn't Fox currently on a max? Like, Darren Fox is making twenty eight million dollars, so he's on it like an old max. Well, no, but then he get didn't he just sign? So isn't next year he making like forty? I don't think it goes up. Oh that no! So quickly. next year it's thirty. All right, so let's see. Yeah. It's 30, 32, 34, 37. Yeah, that's like an old max deal he signed like previously. So, but like. Max, so Maxi is currently a better value. Oh, no one's arguing that. I'm just saying, like, I'm looking at his percentages and, like, he's capable. He's a better of being... value at, like, 21 years old. So, like, is it possible that he could be better than De'Aaron Fox? So, like, I'm looking at this, someone like, you know, someone like Maury who crunches numbers. He's going to say, oh, I don't want Fox because I have Maxi and Maxi has the potential. So, like, that's the problem with that. But at the same time, Sacramento probably wants to move him because. Simmons won't shoot, and as I said, Matt, he's not a good shooter. It's you, you can't have those two dudes on the floor at the same time, unless you're, especially since you know Hield is is Hield. Well, no, Hield still got two years, but is Hield gonna be messy the next two years? Because he's owed still like forty million. He's making twenty three million this year. His contract, he is his contract actually goes down. It's twenty one, and then it's nineteen. I love but, the contracts going down. By the way, more people should do that. That's great. Especially I mean, older players. He's not that old, is he? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, like in general, like the contracts going up just like never made sense to me. Like, like make the contracts go down in value. Well, no, I mean the contract going up is a theory because you would have as the years go on, you're getting more and more television revenue. So the cap is going up. So like the percentage is the same. Yeah, but if I'm Chris Paul, like stop having increases in my salary, like get all the money now, and then as you get older, like have the money go down to help your team out. But that's Besides the point, that's like a, a Tim Duncan philosophy. I'm like, don't pay me, like pay everyone else so I can win. Because some people want to win, some people just well, want to get paid. Tim Duncan could afford to do that because he was guaranteed yeah, to be a, a final contender yeah, I know. every year. Um, it, uh, so, okay, so Sacramento is one of the dumbest teams, and there is video evidence showing this. Uh, 
this is the second time on this podcast I'm mentioning the uh, infamous video of them drafting Stauskas because the owner walked in and said, we need shooting, take Stauskas, and then walked out of the room. And all of their analysis didn't have Stauskas, but they took him anyways. So they're they're pretty dumb. I don't think that's like a, a point anyone wants to argue about, but are you giving up your your rookies slash sophomore guys? Like if, if you have to give up a guard, like are you giving up Terrence Davis or Halliburton or Heald or Fox or Davion Mitchell um, who's shown some flashes? God, he's, a re- he, he's really good defensively, but like I just like I don't know what Philly wants. I don't know what they need. I don't know if Maury's considering the, the Sacramento package spare parts, quote unquote. Um, I just this is one of the most impossible sports situations where like everyone has thrown out trades out the wazoo. Oh, the Spurs take these guys and oh, the, the, the salaries match up with McCollum and blah, blah, blah. And like this season has just been so all over the map on players who are like I've, exceeding I've expectations ne- and like just disappointing. So I just don't know I've what to make of it. I've never been in on McCollum. I just don't, from a value standpoint, I think you can, everything McCollum offers you, I think you can get from Seth Curry. On a cheaper contract, yeah. On a, I obviously on a cheaper contract. I just McCollum has been showing out when he is on. That's the because Dame is down. That's um, also true. But you think they, he, you think he heard they, like the the rumors of being traded to the Philly? He's like, ah, I want to stay here. Let me like turn on Dame's my game. down. What ten points? He's down like twenty points a league. Because Dame was averaging, wasn't he in contention for the scoring title last year? At certain points, but it ended up coming down to Curry and Beal. I remember that. Okay, but yeah, yeah, I mean, no, there's been a definite hit to, to Lillard's fantasy game and, and overall game. I mean, if you want to try to combine those two things, because ultimately defense is very hard to, to quantify in fantasy. But yeah, I, like, what, like, what do you want out of a Simmons deal? And obviously, I'm not going to ask you when is this happening, because it might not even happen on December 15th. I don't know if it's going to happen for the, the trade deadline or the all-star break. I have no idea. I am so perplexed by this, but what would you like? What are you, what are you looking for? Like, what is realistic to you? Um, I mean, I'm still, I, I just don't, I still understand Chicago hasn't signed Levine. Levine is obviously the best possible scenario for them. Cause he is a shooting guard with a nice size. And then you can, you can move, you can move some more pieces. Like you can move Harris or something or Danny green. So, like, obviously, that's the thing I would want most. And I just kind of find it perplexing that they Chicago, you know, hasn't looked so good, and yet they're waiting on this Levine deal. What team is trading for $36 million of Tobias Harris? Other than Oklahoma City, which obviously is Oklahoma just like a City, landfill of, of cap. Oklahoma City picks. could use him. The Spurs could probably use him. What a black hole in my mind. Anytime I think about the Spurs, I'm like, who's on that team? How are they doing? Like, they're just so just like forgettable and just like. Well, they're, like they're forgettable because they don't have an identity. But like, if you can get Harris, then as I said, it's like if Aiton's available, that's two pieces right there. And then you can just literally just like, you can figure out the rest. All right. Let's, like- say, let's say Aiton's not available. Let's say Zach Levine doesn't work out. Like, like what's the next wrong of of person you're looking at like oh yeah i'll take him for simmons just get simmons off the team like just let's just start see see i don't he's not affecting the team right now so the idea of just getting him off the team doesn't make sense to me he's a non-factor right now but he's burning a hole in your cap okay well but that's not an issue right now 
but like they're not, they're not signing people. So like he's burning a hole in the cap, but like that doesn't affect them in the day to day. But don't you want to like get the get the new player players figure it out, make your team what it is, and try to go for it this season because it doesn't seem like Brooklyn is is all there yet. And the Wizards and the Bulls are at the top of the standings. I don't think they're going to inspire a lot of fear in the playoffs. As like, I said, the standings don't really matter until like 30 games. I know, but like there's no sense of urgency to get rid of him. And I just like don't – like it'll be so honestly nuts to me if you go past the trade deadline and he's still on your team and just doesn't play and you go into the playoffs and you're just like rolling out that team. Like you're going to waste a year of Embiid's prime. <laughs> going into like a weak Eastern playoff race with like, I don't know what's going on with Milwaukee. You never know about injuries. The Hawks and the Knicks are down. Um, like, like, like you could theoretically make the Eastern conference finals and like have a, a serious shot based on whatever Kyrie Irving's up to. If you have like a full on healthy, good roster. But right now it just seems like, yeah, we'll take four years to let this Simmons okay. thing drag. It's out. not like, going to take four years. No, it's not. He's, but. he's saying that just to say it, but like, so who do you think they should trade him for? In this scenario, who gets them to the Eastern Conference Finals if they trade him for what re- what replacement level let players? Have you heard about this guy on Orlando named Cole Anthony? He's pretty good. So <laughs> actually, Cole, funny thing enough, I I was kind of I, I was really into Cole Anthony. Like I, he had an attitude problems, but I was hoping that Cole Anthony fell to them last year in the draft, and ultimately he didn't. But they got Maxi, but. Like just Cole Anthony, so like a, a second year guard is all I need. No, you're gonna get a bunch of other random castoffs from Orlando because I don't know what's going on with them. But I will say, check the receipts. I tweeted at the Knicks. I told them to take Cole Anthony, and they didn't listen. And I told them to take Tyrese Maxey, and they didn't listen. Every year I tell them who to take, and they never take who I want. You need a starting point guard, and they never listen. And they take all these dopes. That's another podcast for another day. I don't know. I'm just trying to think outside the box, man. Um, I don't know if you want anyone on Detroit because that team just seems to have just a bunch of losers. Didn't uh, didn't Cade Murphy not uh, Cade not look that good when they when they uh, when they play Houston? Is my Cade man Jalen Green? Yeah, Cade Cunningham isn't uh, then then Jalen Green. Maybe not in that game, but Kate Cunningham overall looks way better than Jalen Suggs or Jalen Green. Yeah, I, Slugs, uh, Suggs is the one that I was surprised at because he, I was really into him. Everyone was. So like that situation is a little. Wild. This year has been the year so far of like crushing disappointments for anyone trying to take a swing at like I I plant my flag in the Alperin Shangun, you know, and then he's just like he's like pretty okay. But like nothing like mind blowing, or like, oh, this is the year that like Zion. No, Zion's not playing. Oh, I know what'll happen. This team will. No, not really. <laughs> like it's like every team has had some sort of like other than like the Warriors and the Bulls and the Wizards. It's like every team is just like, eh. You know, thinking of the Pelicans, Brandon Ingram. I just I don't know if like in Maury's mind you're going to get Brandon Ingram. I'm just asking a question. But I, I don't know if that's enough for Maury because Maury mm-hmm. has his, because 
Because isn't right now, isn't the Pelicans like the worst team in the league? Yeah, I mean, they're pretty much them and, and Houston, I think, are like straight up the worst. Although I'm actually kind of shocked that like Oklahoma City has won some games and Orlando's won some games. But, um, but I'm right on here about like the strength of the roster and, and how many games they've won. They're all bad. <laughs> what if like, you got Michael Porter Jr. and someone else? Uh, I don't know I, how salaries would work. Maybe they have to give you. You and I have talked about this. I think the team is higher on Porter Jr. than Murray. Are I you think. sure? Because it seems like the coaching staff is not high on him. Well, the, the, right now, Murray's not playing because he got, he got injured in the playoffs. But I, I feel like they think that Porter Jr. is the future and Murray's not. I don't think those two dudes like each other. Um, and Jokic is just like, whatever. I'm the best dude in the lead right now. I can do whatever. Um, yeah, I think, I think, but like, if you can try to trade for Murray, you're once again giving up a year of Embiid's prime because Murray's out the entire year. So it's the situation where I just don't know. I don't know what the resolution of this is. I really don't. Like, I, yeah. at first I thought it's but, perplexing. Are they just, I guess they're trying to wait for people to just get worse and get desperate. I, but like Cleveland's not going to pull the trigger. They seem to have figured out who they have on their team, despite all the injuries. Which well, God, Cleveland what a splat of injuries they have. Cleveland probably wanted to move Sexton because they don't like Sexton. But I'll take and, I'll take Sexton. I mean, he's out the whole year. But like, hey, Knicks trade trade for Sexton. They actually, I think the Knicks should trade for him. Yeah, they should. They should have traded for Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart plays defense, can work in a Thibodeau system, can handle the ball. Uh, why don't we trade for him? That's not the point. The point is. What if, what if, God, if the Golden State Warriors hadn't come out like champions already, what a seamless fit. Like, well, what are you trading? Something else. I don't know, but that's not happening anymore. They don't want Wiggins. Eh, well. You're not, D'Angelo Wiggins has looked, Wiggins eh. has looked better, but no. No. I I don't If Washington hadn't come out, like gangbusters too. They could have been another team where they have a lot of dudes. Well, that's a situation where Bill is just like, I want to be here forever. What so if like, oh. the Lakers gave you Westbrook and and LeBron got his dude Ben Simmons in the door because they're best friends? I don't think LeBron respects what Ben Simmons is doing. But you want me to trade a 24-year-old for a declining, what, 33-year-old? Who doesn't get... who? Has in the past. I don't like, even believe half the things I'm saying. I'm just trying to toss out. Like, well, like especially since Westbrook had in the past has shown shown us a certain level of disdain towards Embiid. Well, Andre Drummond did too, and he's on the team. So, well, Andre right. Drummond has to. All right, final offer: the Toronto Raptors and their infinite wisdom. If you say uh, Siakam, I'm gonna say no because I, I don't think Siakam's that good. So I, I hope you're not. What if they gave you Pascal Siakam? Okay. Now, see, I think you should have tried to poach Van Vliet. I think Van Vliet would, might have been like the best guy to like get on the on, on the team. That would have been so clutch. No, he he wants he wants Maury is ego is is one of the big things drawing this. He wants an ascending guy, and just be like Fred Van Vliet. Fred Lee's good, but. No. Well, don't, don't all the other teams know that, that that's what he wants? Like, 
whoa, we didn't think you were going to look for an ascending. Everyone was an ascending player. I know. Are the Spurs sending you like Lonnie Walker and some other guys? Didn't the Spurs just not tender Lonnie Walker? I think. Hold on. Let's see this. Because Murray's lighting it up. DeJounte Murray. Yeah. Um, you're so upset right now that you have to think about the Spurs because I know you hate the Spurs. So I hate Nazis, I don't hate the Spurs. Yeah, no, it's like, a strong word. I don't think it, so. Uh, Lonnie Walker, I, I don't think they tendered him. So, like, mm-hmm. that's a that's a contract that's expiring. That's an L. If if if, if more gets to that guy, I don't know. I don't know. Kelvin Simmons made Johnson this, and Derek White. Simmons made the situation bad. Maury's in the situation. I just don't know. I, I don't know how this gets resolved. Yeah, at every possible turn, everyone involved in this did the wrong thing. Well, first of all, one of the main problems is Simmons not a... Like, I'm not going to say no one likes him. I'm just saying he's not likable. And because he's not likable, people don't really feel sorry for him. Oh, I don't. He's going like, to make more money next week than I'll ever see in my entire life. And he like, like ultimately, like, one of the reasons that Clutch is kind of like ringing about mental health is Sim, Sim, nobody like, like, if you listen to some of those uh, JJ Reddick podcasts, they would talk about like they would do team bidders and that somebody wouldn't come. It's strongly implied that that's Embiid. I mean, that, that that's Simmons. And so he's not really endeared himself to anyone. And so nobody feels sorry for him because even though it probably is like a real mental health and anxiety issue, like the fact that he won't even attempt to shoot just like that does not process well with basketball fans. Like to just, just try to shoot. doesn't matter if it goes in. If, you, if you're trying, defenses have to adjust and he just won't. I'm going to end this podcast by Stating a fact, and I'm just going to flip this out, and then you you let me know what you think. Okay. No one on the Oklahoma City Thunder is currently being paid more than ten million dollars in salary. I don't know how they hit the minimum, like the floor, but Oklahoma seems to be like the Freeport of the NBA, where you put your expensive artwork at the airport, and no one can claim it, and it's like tax free, like a tenant. So, like, what if they just gave him to? the thunder for a ton of picks just to kind of like get them out the door. And then you take the picks and you, you figure that out later. Well, first of all, they Maury would 100% ask for Shea Gilders Alexander. Okay. We, we know what Maury went around. He asked for everyone's best player. Okay. Whatever. You want to just take the picks and just like that, that doesn't like that as an what asset is- does not like, melt in toxicity and like get worse over time. They're just picks. But like how does for you who was complaining about wasting a year of Embiid's prime. Picks are more like picks do. They're much easier to trade around because they're not a guy with baggage. Oh really Danny Ainge? (laughs) For what? Well I'm not saying sit on them forever. I'm saying like it's easier to have a bunch of picks and say like these are on the table before the you know the actual draft day happens like instead of like hey this guy who might like complain his way out of your city who like is a huge bummer okay but like other teams are going to be like picks are cool but like what can you give me to help my team now so like if you're calling up portland like yo 
what's up with Dame Lillard? We got picks. They're like, cool. We want a player. All right. If they wanted Ben Simmons, they clearly would have had him by now. Like, that would have happened. Well, it doesn't even, like, forgetting, forgetting, like, Portland's thing, like, picks doesn't really do anything for you. You know why? Because Oklahoma City has all the picks in the world, and they're bad. And But they're they're intending to be bad, as opposed to some teams who are going to be disappointing. And, like, it just seems like a tougher pill to swallow to trade for Simmons, as opposed to, like, what if <laughs> Philly now has a bunch of picks from Oklahoma City, but that's an picks, easier pill to swallow. The picks are... What are the picks for? Like the the Pelicans have a bunch of picks. They're they're bad, and they've got Zion. So like picks are. I'm trying are, to help you out. I'm trying to help the Sixers out. But they're the the thing is, at the moment, Simmons is not really an issue for the Sixers. Like in the press, he is because they're like, why is this situation going on? But like to the day to day, he's not affecting them. Okay, what if I gave you Evan Fournier, Obi Toppin? Kevin Knox and a first. Would that get it done? So I have a theory that um, Dame actually wants to go to the Knicks. And so I think Dame would try to engineer a trade to the Knicks if they got Simmons. So I don't I don't think I don't think they want to give stuff to the Knicks. You know, I'm gonna say this into a microphone and out loud for the first time because this has been in my head for the last few weeks. I fully expected, and I think everyone on planet Earth did, that R.J. Barrett would take another step because it seems like he's been working on his game nonstop and he's been improving every year. And this year he's been regressing. And I finally thought, I was like, well, if Zion's not going to be a free agent for years to come, like if he signs that like mega deal and like doesn't do the qualifying to try to get out, what is the point of having R.J. Barrett on the team if he's like not going to be the dude? So now I'm like at peace with trading RJ Barrett. I never thought I would say that. Like I was like, no, don't trade RJ. You can't trade RJ. And now I'm like, but what if they did trade RJ? I think I'm yeah. turning. I'm turning on this roster. Would you trade RJ for Cole Anthony right now? Wow. Dude, honestly. <laughs> I mean, we could have taken him. We could have drafted him. We could have drafted Tyrese Halliburton. We didn't. We could have drafted a ton of awesome dudes. And it just seems like the shadowy cabal of like Calipari and like CAA and Leon Rose just like only wants to take players that like they can. I'm like souring on like the Julius Randall experience. I'm like, sour. like I just RJ is like not, he's not John Moran. We got so screwed in that draft. Why didn't Adam Silver rig it for us? I don't understand why he didn't rig it for us. You rigged it for Ewing, just rig it for us. Maybe he doesn't like James Dolan. No one does, but that's that's the number one market. That's the team. That's the moneymaker. They're the most valuable team in the NBA year in and year out, and it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Just give us Zion. Give us Ja. No, you had to give us the guy who like was the number one player coming into college and then played his way out of being the number one player. I would trade everyone on this roster. What's the last time? Quickly. Who, who was the last good free agent the mix of, like, God, Amari. That's off the top of my head. I'm not even doing research into like who they actually signed. I was like, Amari was after Carmelo, right? No, he's before. He was the LeBron consolation prize, and Carmelo came afterwards. Which again, he couldn't wait six months to just be a free agent. We had to like give up Gallinari and and a whole bunch of other crap. Hmm. 
See, we're sneaky good at trading, like, or trading. We're, we're secretly good at, like, drafting players. Like, the problem is, like, keeping them, developing them, like Tim Hardaway Jr., you know. Tim Hardaway Jr. has played on, like, five teams, though. Yeah, and two of them have been the Knicks. So he started out with us, and he was great. And then we, like, game away. I think he was on the Sixers at one point. No, no, he wasn't. You can check right now. You can check right now. We we took Porzingis, and then I remember fans were really pissed, and we were all wrong. But then we were all – I remember uh, I watch every draft, and I boo the TV like no one's business. Uh, I, I booed the crap out of the Knicks because we didn't take Michael Porter Jr., and the fans were chanting his name. They knew. I mean, it take – Oh, like we've literally been talking about this Sixers situation. We were supposed to talk about other players, but mostly we just talk about Simmons. And no, we talked upon the other we're, Sixers we're, players. We're still in the same place where we started. I we know, no idea. Now you know how the city of Philadelphia feels. Every day they're in the same situation. Uh, let's wrap up. I'm on Twitter at Jared Russo. Uh, Justin, do you want to give the people your Twitter account? Sure, I'm at Twitter at Mr. Justin Powell. I think we should do this again sometime. Um, and well, we, well, we originally were going to do this once the trade happened, but that's but never going to Trade's not going to happen. So ever. we had to do it now. Unbelievable. The Knicks have Dwayne Bacon on their team. Who's Dwayne Bacon? He's a guy who was like in Charlotte and some other places. See, the problem with running a salary cap league and looking at a list of every single player in the league and all their numbers is you're constantly looking for the dirt cheap players and you have to memorize all these names because sometimes they actually do well and you pick them up and they're like, wow, I'm paying him a million dollars and he's putting up great numbers. And that's why I memorized the Oklahoma City Thunders roster because like all they do is they have guys they're paying nothing and they like have to put up stats. So like Theo Melodon and like, Ty Jerome and Kenrich Williams and Isaiah I never, Roby. I never could do fantasy basketball. It's too much. Of Lou Dort, Darius Baisley. I actually liked Lou Dort coming out of college. He was like a like a, a knockoff James Harden. Wow. I did. I, I really liked Lou Dort coming out of college. He went way later in the draft than I thought he would. That's our show, everyone. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be back with our regular other co-hosts, although you are welcome to come back anytime, Justin. Anytime that a bad contract happens, you just want to vent or whatever, just you can come right on the show. You you yell at me way more about contracts and on yes. Twitter than, than anyone else. But now you have a new platform, a new avenue, a new a venue to proclaim things into a microphone so millions of people can hear. All right. Well, that's, that's kind of an enticing offer. You gonna throw in some draft picks? Just Don't like, push my know. buttons, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's the show. Thank you for listening, and goodbye.